Are you wanting to do more of like people send you their stuff to do photos or do you want to do like restaurant food? Is that different? Yeah, I'm like dipping my toe into the restaurant industry of um I think that would be harder it is a little harder because you're on their turf when you're shooting and you don't have full control over what the dish looks like when it comes out Mm -hmm. but to me that would be like my next challenge I've done like a few things here and there but never like a full-on menu spread which I would love to do Wichita restaurants (laughs) here I am but um another episode of side boobs and side hustles i'm brit happy wednesday i am gonna keep the intro super short today because i really want to get to the guest interview her name is sarah ash she is a food photographer a food connoisseur food lover food blogger and she has chickens she honestly reminds me a lot of like joanna Gaines because she also um like home flipping and designing and that kind of thing. And her husband works in that business. So big Joanna Gaines vibes. I basically interviewed Joanna Gaines. And she made me cookies and gave me wine. And I got to hang out with her chickens who are all named after famous chefs. So yeah, let's jump right into high key, low key, high key. Um, This week I am reshooting for the podcast, reshooting my brand, reshooting the cover art, all the things. I'm excited to have a few hours to get a bunch of content. Um, when I contacted the photographer who is Shelby Lane Photography, I kind of figured she was going to be book- booked out for a little bit. So I was very shocked when she told me she could get me in so soon and I was very flustered. And trying to get everything together, go shopping, get a spray tan, all the things. But I am excited to get it done because I think it is going to help me kind of narrow down like a look and a feel for everything social media, all the things, the brand in general. Um, so yeah, that's this week. I'm excited about that. Low-key. When I did try to go shopping, um, you know, I'm all for people making the rule that you have to wear a mask, but I went to the mall, which I haven't been to in forever, and some of the stores made you wear a mask and some of them didn't, and there's nothing outside that tells you that, so I didn't take one in, so I could only go in like a third of the stores. Because I didn't have a mask and they didn't provide them. I heard that one store did, but I didn't go to that store. So I went back the next day to go to the stores that I couldn't go to because I didn't have a mask. And some of them were closed. So the outfits for the shoot are, they're cute, they're good. But I feel like I could have got a couple more things had I been able to go into the stores that I wanted to go to. But it's fine. It'll all work out for the best. Moving on to that new new. I said I was going to get a new hair color and I did. Um, I go to No Coast Salon here in Wichita. Typically I see Stormy, but she just had her baby. So she was not working. 
So I had Liz do it. Her and Liz own No Coast together. So Liz did my hair and I basically told her I wanted to be strawberry blonde. I kind of told her I wanted to have the same hair color as Gus, if I'm going to be honest. Um, he has kind of like a ashy strawberry blonde color. Um, I didn't really go ashy, but I wanted it to be like strawberry blonde. And I love it. It's the perfect color. And I think once I get that spray tan, um, it's going to look good. Uh, that new new for this week. I probably am going to get a spray tan. Um, I haven't got a spray tan since I was 16 years old. 16. And I hated it. And I swore I would never do it again. And I'm well aware that they're way more advanced now. And you don't just look like an orange. And... I don't know. I've just avoided doing it probably because I got into the phase of like just real tanning or laying out and then I was in college so I was broke and I wasn't going to pay for a spray tan and I still don't know that they were super up to par when I was in college. So I feel like the last few years they've really gotten good and everyone that gets them I'm super impressed. So I'm going to do that and I will let you know how it goes. My sister told me to go to Globella. So I'm going to book with them and yeah. So yeah, I wanted to keep the intro short and sweet so we could get into the interview. So here is Sarah Ash of White Kitchen Red Wine. Hey guys, I'm sitting down with Sarah Ash. We are in her beautiful home. Thank you. It's so pretty in here. She made cookies and she has some drinks for us. Um, so give me a little bit of your backstory, who you are, where you're from, and what you got going on now. So I am, I was born in the South, Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, lived there for a couple years. Sorry, my dog's running around. <laughs> it's okay. Um, lived there for a couple years, moved to Georgia, Arkansas, ended up in Kansas um, about 15 years ago. So I like to say Wichita's a black hole and it just kind of sucks you in and you never <laughs> leave. So we're here, um, but I'm definitely glad that we are. And back in October, I started this food blog white kitchen red wine and it's just based on my love of healthy cooking entertaining um and basically showing people how much you love them through your food yeah I love it I love the aesthetic of your page um I originally met you through your shop Mondays store yes. so tell us a little bit about that because it kind of shows that you've like always had this like entrepreneurial <laughs> thing yeah I'm definitely a creative at heart um my background is in apparel marketing, so I went to K-State and got my um, bachelor's degree in apparel marketing and a minor in business. Out of, out of college, I was a buyer for a boutique um, where I met, well, I knew Olivia for a long time, but we actually started working together at that boutique. Decided, you know what, we could do this on our own and decided to open up Shop Mondays, which was a women's clothing store. Um, I think that was an excellent building block of my career now because I would have not known you know how to build a website do mm -hmm. any sort of photography I met so many great other women business owners through that that really inspired me to you know get it into gear and do something for myself so um we don't run shop Mondays anymore we both have babies and that really changes things um so I definitely feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be now but I would not have got here without that kind of stepping stone 
Yeah, I feel like that happened for a reason. Like, you both had babies at the same time, and it was like, okay. It was crazy timing. Redirect. <laughs> yeah, it, we both decided, like, at the beginning when we started Shawn Mondays, that it when it became a burden, we were not going to do it anymore. Um, we didn't want to lose our friendship over it, and we definitely didn't want to lose out on time with our families because of it. So um, we ended that last year in June, and then just a few months later, I started the food blog. Very cool. So why did you decide to start the food blog? Just your love of... Cooking. cooking my dad is like grill master entertaining guru he's really great at all that I think I got my love of entertaining from him um but after I had my baby about five months after I just was so tired and sluggish and having babies changes your body and I knew I needed to make a few changes as far as my diet went to be able to keep up with this baby who's like crawling all around my house now. Mm -hmm. So um, I switched up a few things, started eating healthier, and I lost 25 pounds. And I just, at that point, felt like I had something to say um, that people might want to listen to and um, found that I was really great at coming up with quick meals that are healthy and can feed a family. So that's where I got the inspiration. I love photography. I love all things beautiful. and obviously, I love interior design in my kitchen. So that's how kind of how that got started. Very cool. Yeah, your kitchen's to that core. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what does a what does an average day look for you? Because this is kind of what you're doing full time aside from being a mom. Yeah. Um, anything I make during the day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, I'm photographing it just for the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get up with my daughter in the morning, make some oatmeal, you know, get my husband off to work and then um exercise every morning we go on our two mile walk with our neighbor friends and then I'm basically cooking or working on the blog when she's napping um we just got chickens so tending to some backyard chickens (laughs) Uh, but a lot of cooking and a lot of cleaning up after myself and photographing is what a day looks like around here yeah I mean me I cook maybe one meal a day and that (laughs) just cleaning up I'm like okay I'm not I'm not cut out for this life. Yeah, luckily, my husband is like expert dish doer. So by the end of the day, whatever's like accumulated that I just can't bear to wash myself. He can take care of that. Oh, good. I love that. Um, so what all goes into blogging? Like how much time do you spend? Like are you writing or is it just a photo blog with recipes? Yeah, so or? I do the writing and everybody, like I see a lot of complaints when you open up, you find this beautiful recipe you want to make, you open it up and there's like, 10,000 paragraphs before you can actually get to your recipe and that's not that's all for not I mean you have to Google won't you know rank you if you don't have like a keyword people are searching for or enough text to make you look like a reliable source so Mm -hmm. as much as I would love to just post photos and say this is how you make it I'm really sorry you're just gonna have to read my backstory about my great great grandma's (laughs) cookie recipe or whatever time on it anyways (laughs) yeah so I do keyword research to see are people actually looking for this recipe? Is it worth my time? Um, and then I kind of just build it from there. I get inspiration from, I mean, like I said, I grew up in the South, kind of raised in the Midwest. My husband's family's Lebanese, so I get a lot of influences from those types of places. Um, just revamping old recipes or sharing things that are family traditions just to kind of keep a archive of all of that yeah that's very cool I mean that's a cool thing to like pass down to your kids yeah it's too. like an uh-huh. electronic cookbook for them um so I don't have to write it all out yeah <laughs> do you have a f- 
favorite recipe? I do. So I have a Lebanese recipe that I absolutely love. It's not on the blog, um, but it's called Kibbeneya, and it's like a it's a raw beef recipe. So it's kind of like a Lebanese beef tartare, I guess I would. It's spices and beef, and that's like my favorite, one of my favorite things to eat and make. But I also love on the blog the simple seared ahi tuna. I feel like people are really scared of seafood at home, and uh-huh. especially something that's not like cooked all the way through, but. If you can heat up your skillet and cook something for 30 seconds, you can make this dish. And I love that it's something fancy, like a back pocket meal. Like if you're having guests over just to make them feel special, you would like pay a lot for this at a restaurant, but you can make it at home. It's so much better. Yeah, I definitely, I would say the only seafood I would cook at home is shrimp. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, pretty safe. Yeah, that's pretty safe. Um, but I do do that, my segment called That New New, so maybe I'll find that recipe and try do it. Yeah, it. it sounds scary, but um, I try to cook it on my Instagram stories whenever I make it because I just want to show people that just because it feels fancy doesn't mean it's not like accessible to you and mm-hmm. it's super healthy it's loaded with protein you eat it with veggies and it's a great meal and you could really impress some people oh yes oh yes <laughs> um so do you always eat everything that you cook or do you make my, some things <laughs> just for pictures um so it gets frozen a lot of the time we do not let anything go to waste my neighbors have seen a lot of breads and cookies um my family I can just pawn it off on them but if it's like a dinner meal usually I make it for our our dinner or I freeze it to have later um like I mentioned before I got the chicken so a lot of things like salad greens that go bad that we didn't eat like they can eat a lot of that stuff that you would normally compost or um anything like that where are you getting all of your ingredients are you going to like natural grocers or I really love Trader Joe's lately has had beautiful produce because if I'm trying to photograph things I like to have some of the raw ingredients just kind of around um so you, I can show you what's in the recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sprouts has great meats. Um, in the summer, I try to do um, farmer's markets. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. as good as those that produce is from farmer's markets, sometimes it's not the most pretty. pretty. So maybe I'll cook with that and then photograph the Trader yeah. Joe's. But Trader Joe's has beautiful produce. Yeah. That's a lot of work. You have to get different produce. But you do, you have to think about that if you want it to be pretty. I mean, that's just yeah, how it is. And I just make it, you just cook in bulk or buy in bulk. Um, Costco does too, has some really good produce. Yeah. So. Well, I was wondering that. Are you constantly going to the store or are you buying? I feel like one of my talents is going to the store once a week. Like I, I just plan everything out. I meal pre- or meal plan on Sundays. Um, just plan everything that I'm going to make breakfast, lunch, dinner. And I go once a week because with a toddler, like loading her up and like taking her into a store, especially now it's just not, not possible at all. Yeah. Going once a week would be fine. I'm not very good at planning. So I'm like, I go to the store and then I forget everything I was supposed to get. And then I'm there the next day. I'm definitely a list maker. And I do every Monday on my Instagram story, post a menu, um, of things that I'm making for the week in hopes that it may help you guys um, decide what to make for dinners. Because if you can at least get your dinners planned, you may have leftovers that can cover lunch or like grab a quick breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's smart. I need to look at that then because (laughs) I need some, I just need to be like a little more organized when it comes to eating. We do do um, HelloFresh, which helps me a little, but everything else I'm like, I don't know. I'll run to the store real quick because we really try not to eat out that much. Especially now. Yeah. At all times. For sure. Um, So what made you want to get into food photography? Um, with Shop Mondays, I did a lot of portraits of the clothing that I did, um, the Ashley's K&B. They taught me everything I know about photography. They're so generous with their time and their talents. Um, but 
when I started taking pictures of food, like I knew I liked to make it look pretty and it looks good when you're looking at it, but then you shoot it and you're like, why doesn't this work? And it was, I had to go through some lessons on like composition, how to make, like why this, it looks balanced or why it doesn't look balanced. Um, I knew I had to take pretty photos to get it noticed on Pinterest because that's where a lot of my website traffic comes from. Mm -hmm. So back in January, I just decided to invest in myself and actually like take a photography class that was based around food photography. And that has helped tremendously. I'm sure because I've tried to take pictures of my food and it It does not look good. Yeah, you're like, this looks pretty sitting in front of me, but like, why doesn't it work? (laughs) What are a couple things just short? tips or like things that can help improve it without giving away all the secrets because go take a class you guys (laughs) yeah um it's worth it for sure but how I mean like your burger comes to your table and it looks all juicy and then you like wait a few minutes take a photo and it's like dry and cracked or whatever you take a photo of chocolate chip cookies like and your chocolate chips just don't look as melty as they do in real life I brush a little bit of olive oil and anything I need to look like it's fresh um that really helps and then also your salads take a picture before you put the dressing on because (laughs) you dress it and then it's all wilty and all mixed together and so separating some ingredients out so there's like literally something you have to think about for everything you take a picture of dish and that's why every shoot takes it's like so much planning into every shoot and why you have to have extra ingredients and all that do you use lights or like boxes or whatever. I don't I'm most comfortable with just like natural light mm. which is really good because my house it's a 1930s house has 42 windows which was a real beast when we were renovating to replace every window but I have natural light galore in this house um so that's just what I'm most comfortable with yeah very cool um how long does it take to photograph one meal um it just depends on on what it is really if it's something that needs a lot of styling like a salad where every ingredient needs to be kind of separated out um up to an hour but I think usually about 30 minutes I don't have like a sitter or daycare that I send my daughter to so this is like nap time or when she's watching yeah her movie when I can like get it get it shot might so. take longer if she's tugging <laughs> on your hand to come yes or play. can I have a bite mama <laughs> Um, so I know that you did the photography for yourself and your blog, but do you offer your services to other people? I do. That is my long-term goal is to be a food photographer. Um, right now I actually do have a few clients just that I've found through Instagram. Um, so that's been really great. I'm like booked through June, which is like completely crazy to say that I am an actual food photographer, (laughs) but how does that work? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? Do you luckily all of the brands I've been working with currently have come to me, but Mm -hmm. that's not because I didn't reach out to a hundred thousand other brands that told me no, or like, yeah, I just randomly found these through Instagram. They like my style and they mm. want their product shot like that. So, um, that's kind of how they found me. Are you wanting to do more of like people send you their stuff to do photos or do you want to do like restaurant food? Is that different? Yeah. I'm like dipping different. my toe into the restaurant industry of, um, I think like that would be harder. It is a little harder cause you're on their turf when you're shooting and it, you don't have full control over what the dish looks like when it comes out. Mm -hmm. But to me, that would be like my next challenge. I've done like a few things here and there, but never like a full on menu spread, which I would love to do Wichita restaurants. Um, so here she is, (laughs) here I am. But, um, brands right now are sending me product. I do recipe development for them showing off their product and then I give them the photos back. Um, 
and that's been working really well because it's like in my bubble and I can style things the way I like it that's very cool um so how fun is it to be at home cooking with your daughter does she help you she is a good like she's like her dad where she likes to clean up like if I spill something or she (laughs) spills something in the other room when I'm not looking it's immediate uh uh-oh and grabs a towel she's so cute but she's a good eater so that helps with some of the leftovers like she doesn't really miss a meal is she picky she's just started to get picky but she's like about to be two and they're just all kind of a terror at that point in their life and the teeth are coming so it's just like okay here's some applesauce just a phase hopefully (laughs) yeah but she not I mean she's helped with a couple recipes she likes to dump things so we gotta pick and choose what she's allowed to help with yeah I just know when I was little I literally only ate chicken nuggets and mac and cheese oh mac and cheese is where it's at for her I have to so this is a mom tip I steam a bag of veggies, like whether it's cauliflower rice or something orange or yellow that looks like mac and cheese, steam it, blend it, stir it in with the cheese, and she never even knows that it's there. Oh, that is very smart. (laughs) I should do that for myself. I know. I'm just thinking maybe I should do that. So what are your 30-minute Mondays? Can you talk about those so people can... Yes. So 30-minute Monday is a segment that I do on my Insta stories. I haven't like grown the balls to do it live because no one really wants to like sit in the lull time of cooking and just watch me talk about nothing probably so I just do it on my Instagram stories and I save it to a highlight but it's like a snapshot of what my website is all about I am all about quick meals that are healthy accessible you know the average mom or like couple could totally make these on a weeknight so I do a theme every month last month I did grilling I guess it's still May but um don't know what my June theme is going to be but I cook a 30 minute meal on Mondays and give you all the ingredients show you how to do it try to make it less intimidating for people who may be like just getting in the kitchen or give inspiration for people who need a weeknight meal yeah um do you have any advice for people who maybe don't have like the space that you have for a kitchen just how to like because sometimes it's not in, not necessarily the cooking that's intimidating but like the, the space process. you're just like Uh, I just don't even want to deal with that. Even with all the prep space that I have, I have to clean as I go, like Mm -hmm. get things in the dishwasher or in the sink out of the way and prep as much as you can beforehand, like chop your onion, your garlic, put it in a little dish. So when you're ready to cook, your space is clean. All you have is little bowls of ingredients that you just add because I am notorious for leaving things out of dishes, especially baking. That is why I will never post a baked recipe that's my own on my blog because I just can't get it right ever. Um, but set it all up beforehand before you start cooking, get all your ingredients out, check your list twice because I, even I forget stuff. That does, that does sound like it would make it easier if you had stuff already. You're just mixing it. You're not like doing this while cooking this. Cause that's kind of my thing, right? When I cook, I'm like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Moving. (laughs) It's intimidating. And I always, um, Like when you scroll down to a recipe, it gives you the option to like hit print recipe, hit that because it removes all the ads popping up or like videos popping up during like while you're trying to read your ingredients or like accidentally scrolling to the top. If you hit print, it's just black and white right there. You can't miss it. Okay. So that's a good, good tip. That is a good tip. Okay. So you mentioned that you got chickens. Yeah. Tell us about your chickens. How many are there? What are they doing? So what are they doing? They're just out back pecking around. Um, I've kind of always like had in the back of my head, like, wouldn't it be cool if we had chickens? Um, And then back in January, I got really serious about it. My husband was like, you are a psycho. We are not getting chickens, like not 
in my house no he is like the yard is his safe place he loves um landscaping and so he's like you're not taking up my yard to put some chickens um but a few months later here we are we have chickens we have four right now we started with six two of them ended up being roosters and in city limits we can't have roosters oh I assume it's the crowing, which my neighbors probably wouldn't be too thrilled about anyways. Yeah. And we don't need a bunch of fertilized eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we have four chickens. They're super sweet. My daughter calls them her babies, and she's a really good mama to them. They'll start laying here in August, so we're going to have some farm fresh eggs. Very cool. Um, but we took, I found like this playhouse on Facebook Marketplace for $25, and that's what we used for the chicken coop. And then my husband is so handy. He built the run um, and everything all by himself. So I'm really proud of him for that. It looks very luxurious for a we'll $25 playhouse. Oh, my, oh, it turned into like a more than $25 chicken coop, but I'm really proud of it. But it looks good and it's keeping your, your chickens are living their best life. So out there. far they're safe. We also had two ducks that we were fostering because somebody found them. I don't really know how it happened. It kind of snowballed quickly. And I just said yes, because they were adorable but ducks need a lot of water and they were really mucking up the pen oh um so we I got them raised to where we could like let them go and they wouldn't die out there on their own so we let them go in Eastboro Park and they immediately found a mommy and daddy so all is well that's very cute (laughs) um so do you have any other hobbies or hustles that you have going on I mean, the food photography until recently was just a side hustle and then or the food blog And then all of a sudden after I really invested in myself, which I think is a huge thing, like just take the plunge and invest in yourself. If there's something you want to learn or, you know, go out there and do just start Googling because that is how I started. Um, And get excited. The Googling, like you see all the things. Yeah. Take it in. Don't get intimidated. Right. It is a lot of information, but if you could hone in like once one thing per week. Like I'm going to learn more about Pinterest this week. I'm going to learn more about SEO this week. And just, there's so much free information that people are just not utilizing. I think, Mm -hmm. um, just, and reach out to other people in your industry. I mean, it doesn't have to be a scary thing. Not everybody's going to get all of their recipes from one food blogger. So I don't need to be in competition with all of these people. Um, but right now this was my side hustle, like very recently turned job, which is fantastic. Cause I've been staying at home for almost two years and like, mm-hmm. that kind of takes a toll mentally. Like you want to contribute to your family. Of course, raising her is contributing to the family, but yeah. like you, I just something for myself too, to just yeah. know that I have value. I bring something to the table. Yeah. And it's something that you love too. You're not yes. just taking on a random job just to pay the bills. Right. Um, are you working on any projects or expansion with the blog or anything right now? I'm just learning as much information as I can. When I started back in October, I literally had no idea what I was even doing. Like I just thought this was a fun idea and I'm quickly learning and there's a lot more to the back end of like how to show up on Google. How do, how should people actually find me? Um, and then, like I said, just learning more about food photography and expanding my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever do a cookbook or a YouTube channel? So we kind of briefly talked about the video. Uh That is intimidating to me, but I'd love to try. I am on TikTok, so you can check out my few embarrassing videos there. Um, Cookbook is also kind of intimidating to me. I think I'd be really comfortable with like an ebook. Yeah. um, Something for free that my people who follow me can take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Um, 
would be really beautiful photos. They could print it if they wanted to, but um, I really just want to be a resource to people that follow me on Instagram to like help them learn some basics about cooking, get some inspiration for meals. So what does your husband think of having all this awesome homemade food all the time? He likes it a lot. He, um, I don't know if he knows it's quite the luxury. I don't no, think I don't think cooks I, every meal. I don't think he knows either, Ryan. But he he does appreciate it and he supports me. There's no way I would ever be able to like do this without him, but he's my number one cheerleader. Anything I want to do, he's like, "Yeah, go do it." The photography class, you know, getting new updated camera, lenses, whatever, building a chicken coop, so I am a real legit farmer lady Um, he is like 100% behind me so he appreciates it for sure good do you ever cook or would you ever cook for like events like a small brunch or something that makes me nervous like I've never given anyone food poisoning before but like it would happen probably if I tried to cook for an event but I have had people reach out asking if I would do like in-home cooking tutorials okay um there was kind of some talks about doing a charcuterie class but then uh everything happened and that okay. didn't well that pan would still out, be cool eventually I would love to teach some you know basic knife skills or you know a couple of chicken recipes that are easy um but the charcuterie class it would be a super fun they yeah. get a bunch of ladies and together. not super overwhelming by no. any means no I people like can do that people can cut up some cheese and <laughs> fold some meat and, and have some fun yes we can all do that um yeah I think it I don't know I guess if you ever wanted to cook for like an event you'd probably have to have some sort of like legalities in place I know actually, I don't like, want to be held responsible yeah, for that might, that might be a little <laughs> um so what is your why behind everything that you're doing um I really think cooking for people is just like one of the best ways to show them that you care or that you love them. People grow up with these like familiar smells in their house and their grandmas cook or their moms or their dads. Um, just Ryan's dad mentioned something that I made tasted just like his grandpa's recipe that he made. And that just makes me so happy because that is what it's all about. It can bring so many different types of people together and it's an experience. Food is a total experience. Smells, tastes, the way it looks for me. Um, so that's why I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. You definitely are inspiring me to want to cook some more. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, I got to go to the grocery store. I know, store. groceries. First, I got to go check out your shopping list before yes, I do anything yes. because I need somebody to tell me what to buy because I don't know. <laughs> um, what are three tips to having a successful blog? Oh gosh, I don't even know if I'm authorized to give any tips, but I would say consistency is important. Um, just know, just letting people know what they can expect from you, whether that's two blogs a week or one blog, don't make it unrealistic for you, even if it's one blog a month. Like if people know what to expect, I think that helps. Um, the photos don't hurt either. Just having some sort of visual, even if they are horrible at first, like I look back at some of my first blogs I'm like what the hell (laughs) what was that but it got the point across and they like the posts still do good doesn't matter what it looks like you just need to start so I guess that would be my second one and I don't really have a third those are those are two solid ones those are good ones yeah um so what about having like a good aesthetic like finding your aesthetic because like yours is very like crisp clean Mm -hmm. white whatever but like how do you how would we tell people to go about finding their aesthetic? I have like a hundred thousand Pinterest boards and I think it helped when we redid our house. I was very involved in picking everything. And so I knew I loved 
white. And for me, that shows off the food really nicely because there's a nice contrast. Um, mm-hmm. But if you just go back and look through your Pinterest or um, Instagram photos you've saved or liked and just see the vibe. If they're, they're all dark and moody, like go for that. If they're all yeah. light and bright, go for that. Yeah, That's kind of how I found my aesthetic is just looking through all my Pinterest boards. I was like, well, these all look alike. So I guess this is what I like. <laughs> Here I am. Um, last question. If you could cook with any famous chef person uh, or, or maybe you want to cook for somebody else, who would it be? I would love to have somebody cook for me. Um, I named all of my chickens after female chefs. So really any of the chefs, pioneer woman, if I could just sit down, like she's so comforting, mm-hmm. like a true mother figure. I feel like I know her. Yeah. Um, but I also love Molly Ye. She's a newer Food Network chef. She's younger. She was a food blogger and she lives in the Midwest now. Um, but she does a really fun combination of like some ethnic foods that she grew up on and Midwestern twists on it, which I can really relate with. So uh-huh. just people that are like down home. Southern. Uh, yeah. Back to your roots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I appreciate you sitting down with me and answering all my questions and sharing all your knowledge and sharing your recipes online. (laughs) Yes. You have so much information to give. So tell the people where they can find you. I'm on Instagram at white kitchen underscore red wine. Pinterest is white kitchen red wine or my blog is white kitchen red Perfect. You can find me at sideboobs.sidehustles and find my personal page at Britt.Ferris. Thanks for tuning in and see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.